week's episode of Dump Dump Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast and interactive live Twitch stream, which you are at. Welcome, I am the GM Carla, and it is set in my homebrew world of Kalandos on the continent of Astra, currently in the sky city of Il Uranus. And around me are my amazing players who are going to introduce themselves and self-high-five for such a good introduction. Yeah! Hi guys, I'm Nelly. I play Kira Nightingale, the half elf sorcerer, and yeah, I'm pumped for today. Very, very pumped. Hi guys, I am Lena, and I play Andromach, the changeling druid, and I'm excited. I think things can go awkward very fast, but we'll see what happens. And I'm Wednesday, and I play Alaren Skyvale, the Azamar Paladin. And I'm also pumped for this evening because I feel righteous today. So where we last left off, we were in the Faraday cage of the Zone of Truth, held by the three monks of the Cult of the Cloth, a.k.a. the Butlerhood of Blame, which is way better than what I thought, but it's too late to change it now. Also, I don't think they'd call themselves that, but maybe that's like a side street name for them. Within the Zone of Truth are Andromach, Kira, and Aloran, and just as we left off last week, they had cast a detect magic, scry for magic within the zone of truth, as they had found out that not only is Kira's mom, who everyone thinks is a murderer, she has also implanted magic cogs in people to try and convert them into mechanized golems of some kind. And so they thought to use detect magic, scry magic, to see if they could find out if anyone was a mechanized golem. And in case you forgot, we have found out that there is some magic with the signature of her mother within Kira. She's not 100% sure what it does. DMX Machina kind of vibes. And Penhead's just like, she evil, evil, your mom. Oh, in the okay, game. Not, me. not like that. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I feel like you don't know my mom. Yeah, I mean, she's strict, but she's never been evil. <laughs> As they detected some kind of magic, as Kira managed to damp it down enough that it wasn't necessarily blatant, they asked Kira what it was, saying they would ask very pointed questions if she didn't say what it was. Kira, very well played in the Zone of Truth, could definitely be a fairy, said she can't say what she doesn't know, which is totally true and also really twisty. And then we left off with an American standoff as Bob the butler mentioned, we're going to see if we can find out what this magic is and if it is connected to your mother, if at all. And at which point Lauren was like, oh no, you didn't, you lied to me. And Andrew Marco was like, oh no, you didn't, you both lied. And then Kira was just like, oh, everyone's going to know my life. And yeah, Mexican shock off, everyone shocked. <gasps> And that's the recap. We pick up from there. <sighs> Gasp. And my main thing is that we should focus on trying to get to the queen. That's our main focus right now. We need to focus on that. And I'm looking at Lauren to try to calm him down. And I look at Andermoth just to try to calm him down. I'm trying to like convince him to focus on seeing the queen versus what may or may not be my business. Andermoth's already said that she doesn't care about seeing the queen. Or that's true. Lauren's intended it's like when the teacher says everyone's got detention and then you're like but i was just sitting here <laughs> no <laughs> you too you were a witness oh actually turn to kira and say look i 
I don't care about any of this, but the lady over there, who's leaving, by the way, needs our help. And we said that we're going to go and help her. So please finish this up so we can go. Thank you. That's what I've been trying to say. Thank you, Anna, for focusing. Lauren, focus. And I'll look at the others outside the Faraday cage and I'll say, can we move this along? We need to go help Lady Zetu. Lauren is going to say, you are right. We came here with the intention of helping Lady Zetu to seek out the one she has harmed. But also... I did come here to warn Her Highness of the trouble that was coming to her city. Because it is my duty to protect this city. So I was just going to triple check because, yes, I I remember that you suggested you should come to Top City. But was this always your intention? As soon as What's-His-Face said Isaiah was in Top City, I was like, I'm going there right now. You're not taking my city. That's my city. But did you plan on seeing Her Highness? Because this is a zone of truth, and you can't lie. Yes. Yes, I did. I did. Okay. I did, because she needs to know. She's the ruler. You can't just go slink around hunting murderers. Like, that's not how it's done. I am righteous. We hunt murderers out in the open. (laughs) Can I just call a, a little bit of BS on that? Thank you very much. From the person who goes like, oh, no, but I don't trust women and I don't want anything to do with them. Let's Thank go you. to Her Highness. A woman. And, you know, <laughs> the person that I jibbed and ran away from and go like, uh, I'm sorry that I'm back, but let's go Alara, and argue about this point of trouble no, in Alara your city. honestly believes that she will look to, to the best interests of her city. Or at mm. least that, because he thinks everybody thinks like he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's I can I can imagine a Lauren assuming like you know what let's ignore your petty feelings for now and who cares about who broke <laughs> exactly, whose feelings exactly. and focus on the task at hand. Exactly, mm. we have to save a city. Okay. Who's got time for feelings? Besides which, you can ask Lady Skyvale if people have time for feelings. She will tell you no and throw you off the city. And once again, again, the mother issues they just like raise themselves to the fore. I feel like. Lauren's that meme of, you know, when your life is going well and you've just like moved on from your ex and all of a sudden they're like, hey, what's up? And then they call yeah. you or they text you and you're like, why do you still exist in my life? Yeah. 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 That's, that's Lauren. Yeah. Can't let you get too far to out. Listen, I did not arrange my own marriage. Okay. I mean, then it would be. Is this not a sisterhood of blame, guys? Because blame travels better than pants and fits everybody. Boom. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, I know I left you at the altar, but I'm tracking murder and also y'all in danger. So that is true yeah. and you can say that. Cool. I'm just checking that character development. I'm in character. Okay. <laughs> Well, Andrew Mark sticks with what you said, so I'm just going to turn to Lauren and say, did you? Why would you doubt me? Lauren is honestly insulted. How could you think that I, Lauren Skyvale, would not be truthful? Yeah, you tend to lie by omission. You don't lie outright, if I think about it. You or, just don't tell people things. I, I'm, I'm going to like... He does a, an inner gasp, an inner gasp, because... The biggest liar in the universe just told him that he's a liar. I'm just going to lean a little bit towards Bob them and say, 
This one, you have to be careful when he stays quiet. Bob is going to say, enough. Thank you. As he looks at you, Andromach, and he says, but no one needs to tell me how unreliable and untrustworthy. And you know what? Thank you, Gamer Teddy, for all those adjectives. Unlikable. Aloran is. And unintelligent. Like, there's a lot. You know what? He used to like you, and then he didn't. Andromach, like, nods her head, and she's... Well, he, he is kind of hard to like because he's such a closed person and such a... He always stays... Doesn't he always stay quiet, Kira? I don't think it's fair to just talk about... He's an, I feel like, Alorn, you're an onion. We're all onions. Let him be an onion. Oh my right God, Alorn is so insulted. Now I'm not she's an comparing onion. him to produce. No, this, this, is, this is enough. On the way here, Andromach dragged his emotions... Through the freaking swamp, practically. He had to face Bob and, like, full on all his shame from his mistakes. They prevented him from just doing the right thing and getting arrested. And now he's trying to be righteous, and Kira, the liar, calls him an onion. What I mean, Lauren, is that you have layers. We all have layers. In the meantime, tell me the over under... Possible. Lauren is going to look down at his armor and think, well, of course, one has to wear layers. You cannot put this much plate armor on without wearing things underneath it. You're the experts. Sure. Does, does it chafe? Does it? No, because oh. I'm wearing things underneath it. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. It just looks heavy. It does look, it does look very heavy. So mm. I asked Chad over or under... And chat said under, because I was just trying to see, like, how petty is Bob? Because I feel like he believes you now about these murders. He does want to help you, but also he wants to punish Lauren. So I was going to see how petty is he. But with a one and the first reply from Game of Teddy being under, he's going to be super petty. He's going to turn to Andromach. Please make a wisdom saving throw. I rolled an eight. He casts charm on you. And he says, Andromach, still keeping the zone of truth up. And the other three people in the Faraday cage start snickering as they can sort of see where Bob is going. And he says to you, I can understand that you believe Lauren is a closed person. I mean, are there any questions? And now the charm is just pouring out of this charm person spell as he says any questions that you would like to know no matter how embarrassing i believe the only way forward for your party <laughs> is for all the dirt to come up out of the woodwork because how can you chase a murderer with secrets in your midst and he is laying that charm on thick and then he says and remember this is a zone of truth, so he has to answer truthfully. And, Lauren, if you don't answer, we will all think the worst. Because he can't, like, fold his arms because it'll break the Faraday cage. And his arms are out with the um, dust cloth. You can see he, like, leans back into the magic and just like, what? Now what you gonna do, Lauren? Boom. Well, the thing is, and you know what's funny is you actually past the save to lie in the zone mm. of truth. Because he'll t- still tell the truth. No one in the history of D&D has been this honest before. 
Andrew Mach, with that sense of charm, you realized there were a lot of questions you've had about Lauren over the time. And, you know, not those, like, very blatant questions. So I'm going to give you, like, four questions, but we'll assume this goes on for a bit. As Bob says that, Andrew Mach's eyes are going to go, like, around and go, like, oh, you're right. Lauren, why are you so shy? What do you mean, why am I so shy? Like, what? Uh, please, oh, make, like, please make a deck saving like, throw. <laughs> Lauren? A deck deck save. 14. Bob rolled a natural one. So you can see the dust cloth flickers, but obviously the magic pulled it back into the Faraday cage as he was trying to Ooh. flick it out at you, Lauren. And he says, no obscuring the question. Answer the questions. Well, you see, Andromar, I was raised to do as I was told and not to speak out of turn. And upon landing on the ground, it was my first opportunity to come into contact with people outside of my own home and class. And I, unfortunately, uh, do not know how to interact with people. And then you just hear from Bob, that's so true. So true. <laughs> Social skills were not part of my training. That's and so they were true. And unnecessary. That seems kind of sad. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Lauren is not saddened by this, though. Why is she permanently trying to hurt my feelings? <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> just keep dragging him. Wow. This, this has kind of been bothering me for quite some time. And, you know... If you remember that one time when we were in your house, way back when I just <laughs> met you, you know, there was, there was a bit of an attraction and I decided to shape change into a beautiful woman for you. And somehow that ended up with you calling me mother. That has been like the most confusing statement I've had from anybody. What happened? Okay, at this point, Kira's gonna like because the whole time I've been very quiet because I don't want anyone to look at me. I'm like, what? (laughs) What? I slept in the same space as another woman. (laughs) Chat has given you inspiration, Andrew Mach, and I feel like it's well deserved. And Bob is beat red. He is (laughs) laughing so hard. He is loving every moment of this because you look super squirmy. And then he says, answer the question. I had thought at the time that I had just imagined it. But now that I understand your nature, I can see how you could have changed to take the form of my mother. So keep in mind, Alarn has only ever seen one other Asimov and it's his mother. Yeah, the way that she described her was like it fit. I was frightened. Because of what I had done, I did not want to, at the time, engage with my mother. Nor was I ready to see her face again. You, you do know that you, you hurt my feelings, right? As a matter of fact, you did it again when we were walking around the road and that stupid goose was there. And then we were trying to find a place to sleep for the night, and I made us a lovely canopy of sunflowers, which me and Kira enjoyed, and you just 
both of us hurt our feelings by standing outside and you didn't join us. Okay, you lost me now, Andrew Mark. At this point, I was in on the juiciness. Now I'm like, okay, no. It is unbecoming for a gentleman to sleep in a small, confined space with, with maidens who are not spoken for and who also are not the ones to which you are meant to be spoken for. Spoken to? Spoken how? That, this is why people come to our channel. We're professionals. And when we play D&D, we spend 20 minutes asking uh, one character embarrassing questions because this NPC is petty like that and you made him lose his job when you ran away from the wedding. So, there you go. I have one go. question left, right? You do have one question left. Also, We're Bob... Like supposed to still hang out with Andrew Mark after this. How? How are you going to look her in the eye? Look at Andrew Mark in the I'm going to look That's... anyone in the eye. How am I going to look... The queen in the eye. Oh yeah, I love how after I, somebody has insinuated that that I am dodgy. I love how you I mean, are struggling, going to struggle to look the queen in the eye after someone's insinuated that you're dodgy, not because of the fact that you ran away from your wedding to her, where listen, you actually would just rather. Because I ran away doesn't mean I wasn't faithful. After Bob was laughing, all of a sudden he looks very confused now. Like, why did you guys want him to sleep in the sunflower hut with you? After you just saying attraction, and he agrees it that have anything to Lauren do with him, I don't care. <laughs> did the right thing about you know standing outside. He actually <laughs> thinks Lauren did the okay thing there. This this has been also bugging me for like forever. And uh, Lauren, what exactly is? up with you and women why do you hate us that much are, are you perhaps interested in in guys lauren at this point is incredibly confused he does not recall at any time ever stating that he hated women so he's he's quite confused he's gonna bow to both andrew mark and kira and say i apologize for making you think that i have hatred towards your sex <laughs> it is not so. I am merely terrified of my own mother. And because I have done such a terrible thing by leaving my betrothed at the altar, I did not see fit to cross boundaries with other females. You left your betrothed at the altar? <laughs> oh, yes, because their characters don't actually know that. That yeah. wasn't a flashback. <laughs> <gasps> As the <laughs> gasping begins. <laughs> now, now I'm gasping and carrots like <gasps> This is worse than I expected of you, Lauren. For her worse, for such a noble, well supposedly noble knight. Yeah, I did a bad, bad thing. Okay. When you say that, Lauren says, I'm well aware of the crimes that I have committed against the queen. That is why it is so important for us to save this city, because it is my duty to serve and protect her at all costs. And now I need to actually do that. No wonder the people are angry with Lauren. Everybody's trying to arrest him. What, what is your problem with him? <laughs> I'm going to look at Bob. Because chat has helped you out here. They say Bob is starting to gain sympathy for you because he realizes you're not that smart. Lauren is not that smart. 
that he like he's not dumb, but he's wow. he just doesn't think. He's got no EQ. When he left, Lauren wasn't trying to you know ruin the city and you know break the superstition of the sky city is going to fall if they don't get married. Lauren was just a very scared child with a lot of mother issues, <laughs> like a lot, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. Bob is going to have sympathy, so he's going to release the charm. He's going to rele- flick his wrist and release the zone of truth, as yes. his acolytes do as well. He's going to tuck his dust cloth in. Penhead says, Kira is saying, my mom kills people, but like she doesn't play with their feelings. So, you know, let's get these things Thank you. straight. I mean, at least she's very clear of how she feels, unlike some people. And then Bob's going to release that as he sees Andrew Mach is going to go for another question. And he's going to say, I think, I think we've gotten what, what we came for. It's of no matter now. Uh, I'm sure it is something you and your party can sort out after we have saved Il Oronos and Her Majesty. Follow me and fill me in on the way. And he's going to start walking you towards the door that Lady Zetu went through previously. He's going to say, do you wish to go meet the Lady Zetu? For surely if Isaiah had murdered Lady Zetu's husband, you would find it more difficult to move around the city without her spies watching you. If you say she had an acolyte who took the blame for all the murders and it sounds like there's a connected network as Lady Isaiah has not left Il Uranos in quite some time and... From what we've heard in the news, the murders have been happening in between. So she would have had to have some people executing her orders on the continent below. So surely by now, because you realize you've actually been in the zone of truth for about 45 minutes. Top City is small for those with a lot of means. I can take you to the tavern where Lady Zetu is or... We could go through some of the under sewers and I could let you out near Lady Isaiah's abode. I believe that the most important thing to do right now is to go and meet with Lady Zetu because I also feel that for her own safety, she needs to be kept out of the investigation. I almost instantly perk up when Bob offers that option. I'm sure Lady Zetu won't mind waiting a little longer. I I fear for her safety. Alara knows, like, Lady Zetu's bloodthirsty, that's why. And he honestly believes that the best way for her to stay out of it is to be detained by an an authority higher than she is. So Bob's going to see this discussion, and he's going to say, we could assist and chaperone Lady Zetu for her own safety as well. We would not want any more sadness on Il Uranos since the day you left us, Lauren. Things have changed. It may seem that Il Uranos has carried on as usual, but I know that there's something amiss in this city. The others might not know it, but my friends and followers can see that there's something unclean in the city. And we have been keeping Il Uranos safe and spotless for the past two years. And then you see they all take out their dust cloths and do like a really fancy flourish, drum majorette, poise situation. Like they almost salute. You know, like when religious people make the sign of the cross, this is a superstitious thing you're mentioning. So 
they do it out of habit and then they all do that. And then they put their dust cloth back. He says, I can have some of my brotherhood go and look after Lady Zetu in the meantime. As I'm sure if her husband passed away, it was well known that he and she were madly in love and were the epitome of what a marriage should be. And he still, even though he understands you, he can't help but like throw these barbed comments cool. at you. Just yeah, like, yeah, that could have been you, but you're playing. And Lauren, like his light kind of faded. And he says, there is nothing that I can do to rectify this. I've brought the darkness upon the city. It is as written. So Bob says, would you like me to ensure that Lady Zetu is taken care of? Yes, please. Then we can definitely go straight to Isaiah's house. Yes, that yes. that would be great. Yes. He's looking at Kira with like side eye, like what? <laughs> Why does she seem so happy right now? This is not a good thing. You've just heard my city is in darkness, and yet she's all excited. I would say more eager. I'm uh, eager, uh, and I, uh, I I look towards Lauren and I say that the sooner we conclude this, the sooner we can. Make sure your city's safe. Yeah, that's mm. that's what I'm trying to project. Doesn't um, matter what I'm <laughs> At which point, Bob in the interim whispers to one of the gentlemen next to him, if anyone cares to listen, he basically says, you know, go and fetch Lady Zetu. Take her to Kevin and Leo's, to their cabbage farm. As you say, Kira, that you would appreciate the fastest, quickest route, Bob's going to turn to you. And he's going to say, oh, no, madam, let me not mislead you. The route is perilous on the way in the undersewers, as a lot of the magical mechanics are stored within the undersewers, as well as a lot of the items needed to make a city run, such as water, some of the magic whale oil as well. And then, of course, the waste as well circulates through the machinery and the undersewers. And so it is perilous. However, perhaps for your adventuring party, especially being her daughter and having some kind of magical marking upon yourself, being at the top of Il Uronos will attract attention and potentially thwart you before you ever find out and get proof for Her Majesty. Because, Alaren, you will need proof to at least get through the gates of the palace because if you believe I am upset, I am just the tip of the iceberg. When you say that, Alaren is not thinking about the queen being upset with him. He's only thinking about one person being upset with him, a person who (laughs) on his wedding day sent assassins after him. This game wasn't supposed to turn into like uh, like mom issues, but the only person without mom issues is Andrew. <laughs> also, Dwarf says, and this is worth noting for any kids listening and just people generally, don't do drugs. Dwarf specifically said orcane, but just generally, don't do drugs, guys. This is what happens when we la- when we build a story together with chat. We've come up with really great and interesting side pieces of lore, which you never think will happen and be brought up again. And yet here we are at Orcane, which is an iconic drug for the mind, which is made by the Orc people. It is not made of Orc, but that is why it's called Orcane. Yeah, it's not made of Orc. Well, I mean, no one other than Orcs really knows what goes into Orcane. 
Yeah. It's all very mysterious. And Mark did discuss that. We did go That's through true. how it had ruined that poor ticket seller's life and how he's very lucky that his family is willing to try to get him through it yeah. and come yeah. up with plans to get him out of that addiction. So. Except that Aloran thought Andromach was speaking about Aloran and then everything went severely misunderstood and and now we're here. Different direction. Now we're here and it's all your fault. Are you okay, going cool. to go into the perilous sewers? Do we have a yes from yes, everyone in the party? Yes. Yes. When Bob mentioned how maybe a perilous uh, journey, I look at Bob and say, I have been through so much to get to where I am right now. I am more than willing to go through whatever dangers may, what may lay ahead of us. He and looks- Lauren's feeling righteous, so he's going to follow her into the sewers. Boom! Finally, we got like some cohesion. I love it. And I'm not, let's go. I'm going to drag you like a lost child. I don't care. <laughs> I can absolutely say that Andromach has no strong feelings about this one way or the other. So Bob looks at you, Andromach, and he's trying to gauge if you acquiesce and if you're into this plan. And he's seeing like neither yay, but also not a nay. And with that... We will pick up heading into the sewers next week where there won't be embarrassing talk, potentially. There won't be weird PSAs, potentially. But who can say? Because it is dum dum die. After all, thank you so, so much, everyone, for being here and for making everything an adventure <laughs> and a wonderful discussion. A huge thank you to my <laughs> normal-sized players who are all very beautiful and wonderful inside and out and make gaming a wonderful joy to be at this table and be with you guys so a huge thank you remember if you did enjoy this please share it with your friends foes families and familiars and you can listen to it on the podcast and rate and share the podcast as well the podcast comes out every wednesday we have moved to anchor.fm forward slash dum dum die so you can find us there as well as on all the socials at dum dum die spelled d-u-m-d-u-m-d-i-e you can also join our discord where we have a beautiful emote that nearly made of cannibalism. Please come and join us there. (laughs) By the way, about the emote, I didn't make it. I got commissioned. Commissioned by our friend Sinbin, who has made all our emotes. So please go check her out. Please stay safe, stay well, and have a most amazing week filled with adventure.